ready to elevate your credit understanding and score? With insider tips and a plan, you can take action to improving your score, which can save thousands in unnecessary finance charges. Let's tackle today's topic with your coach, Credit Christy. Friends, it's Christy, your credit coach. Thank you so much for joining me this week. This episode, let's tackle repossession. So what does that mean and what's the impact on your credit? So a repossession of a car happens when you don't fulfill that obligation to that creditor. So you bought a car from a dealership, they financed the purchase of that car, and now something has happened in your life where you become a few months late on that car payment. What happens is the creditor is going to send uh, most likely a tow truck company and take that car out of your possession. So now you've got late payments reporting on your credit report which is likely having a devastating effect on your credit score. Now you're gonna have a new listing, a derogatory listing uh, known as a repossession. So we'll tackle if it's voluntary or involuntary in just a few minutes, but in the meantime, you now have this new derogatory listing of a repossession. And now it's going to turn into a collection. So here's what happens. Let's say in this example, you owe $10,000 on your car note and you haven't been able to fulfill that. The creditor is going to uh, repossess that car. They're going to send a tow truck company, pull that out of your possession, and they're going to likely sell it at an auction. And an auction's kind of a fire sale, right? Like they're really not trying to get the most out of the uh, car as far as dollars for when it's sold, but they are trying to sell it quickly and to the highest bidder, essentially. So let's say you owe $10,000 and the highest bidder uh, purchases it for $5,000 and the tow truck company sends an invoice for $500 for the tow. You are now in an upside down situation of $5,500 that is still your debt obligation for that car loan. So you are likely going to have a new collection listed for that $5,500 that you still owe, that difference between what you owed and what they were able to sell it for. If you don't work out payment agreements with that collection company, there is a good likelihood that that collection that's owed to them for that $5,500 could potentially become a judgment in the public judgment section uh, reporting in your credit report. That's where the large derogatories go. So judgments, uh, bankruptcy, short sales, foreclosures, uh, those are all listed in this section. And a judgment is, is public knowledge. It has probably the biggest impact of all of these because not only is it going to be a new derogatory, but it's also going to be the fourth layer of what's happened from that original late payment. So now you have late payments on the auto um, note that you had reporting on your credit report. Now you have a new listing of that repossession. Now you have a new collection against you. And now you could potentially have a judgment listed in public judgments. So that amount that they're going to come after you for, that's known as a deficiency balance. And keep in mind, my friends, they have seven years to try to get that out of you. And if the tables were turned and somebody owed you, say, $5,500, you'd probably do a pretty good job of trying to track down that money to uh, to collect on it. So just know they're going to do a, a pretty good job uh, working on getting what they can from you. So let's talk about the difference between a voluntary 
uh, repossession and an involuntary repossession. Involuntary means you didn't work out terms with your creditor. You didn't have a conversation with the company that you owed money to, or if you try to, and they didn't accept uh, working out some terms with you on that repayment, um, that they had brought the uh, tow truck company to your home or place of business or wherever your, your car is, is sitting, and they had to repossess that. That means um, it was involuntary to you. In other words, you didn't ask for that to happen. A voluntary surrender means you've contacted your creditor. You said, listen, I am not in a position to be able to make these payments any longer. And I'd love to try to make arrangements. If you can't come to terms with a new payment arrangement, then they're going to say, listen, uh, you might as well just bring us the keys. And in many cases, they'll ask you to go and bring the keys back to the dealership in which you had purchased the car. It has a very tiny effect in the positive if you go with a voluntary surrender versus an involuntary repossession. And so it's still a negative mark on your credit. Please don't think that that one is going to be significantly better than the other. I think in the eyes of a future uh, lender, when they're looking at your ability to borrow money and pay it back on time, which is as, as simple as we can make what a credit report reflects. If you have voluntarily surrendered, that means you, you try to work out some terms and that you were kind of proactive in the fact that you couldn't uh, maintain your debt obligation when it came to that line of credit. So it is slightly less damaging, but not really. So the points is likely going to be about the same. When I was digging around for what some of the other organizations were suggesting the implications are as far as credit score hit, Credit Karma had said that a voluntary repossession or an involuntary uh, repossession could be at about a hundred point drop on your credit report. Now, Here's what I also want to make sure that I'm, I'm doing a good job explaining to you. You now have four negative marks potentially against you because of that repossession. Okay. You've got those late payments, a new repossession listing, which is a, a negative, a derogatory, this new collection in their efforts to collect what you still owe on that car and then potentially a judgment. So what I want to drive home to you, my friends, is we need to do a better job upfront before we uh, get into these debt obligations of ensuring that we do truly have the ability to make those payments without stretching ourselves too far. Unfortunately, we've really become a payment society, right? We can finance our, our cars, we can finance our couches and our mattresses, and we can finance our cell phones now. Like I would have never dreamt that 10 years ago, it would just be common practice to go and drop a thousand dollars on a cell phone and be okay with financing it over a couple of years. It just, it blows my mind, but we have become so accustomed to a, a payment rather than what the big picture debt obligation is. And what's unfortunate about a car is a car can be a very emotionally driven purchase. So you see something that's sexy and it's just calling out to you and you go, I want to see the world out of that right there. I want to be sitting at that red light inside of that. And sometimes it's a status quo kind of thing. And sometimes it just brings us um, of security and, and helps us maybe feel better or look better in the eyes of our friends. Maybe we, we desire that envy because you're driving that fancy new such and such. 
But the reality is car payments are a huge drag. And I've seen people who earn $20 an hour take on a $700 a month auto loan uh, debt obligation. And the numbers don't work. <laughs> you're, you're a slave to that debt. And unfortunately, you may never find your, your way out of, out of digging out of that. That car is worth so much less as soon as you drive it off of that lot than it is uh, for, for what you paid for it. So a couple of things I'd love for you to be mindful about. If you are in a position where you are potentially facing a repossession, please have a conversation with your creditor and see what's possible. As opposed to them coming and taking it, okay, selling it at an auction for uh, less than potentially what you could sell it for, maybe consider listing it in some public uh, website where people are shopping for cars. And even if you have to bite it just a little bit, meaning maybe uh, you have to come to the table with a little bit of money because you owe perhaps more than what you can sell it for, uh, that would be a much better way of handling that debt obligation than allowing a repossession to hit your credit and then potentially being on the hook for still thousands and thousands of dollars of what's owed uh, still to that that creditor and just that slaughter of your credit history. Um, it would be amazing to try to avoid that. The next time you're shopping for a car, if you're just really in love with a specific car, perhaps wait until um, a lease turnback comes in, or maybe there was one that was um, on the lot that they were using for test drives that has a few hundred miles or even just a few thousand miles on it, but it could still kind of be considered new, but it's not brand, brand new where you're paying top, top dollar. Um, I haven't bought a new car in a really long time. I typically buy a newer car that's a few years old that I know um, still has part of its warranty left, uh, is, still is going to be uh, something that I'm very proud to drive, but I'm not a slave to car payments. So consider going used on your auto purchases. If, um, if you just have to drive something new, consider uh, a lease. Now a lease can still wind up in a repossession. So if you're going to get into a lease, the goal in getting into an auto lease as opposed to a purchase is just because a lease is kind of borrowing, right? You're just renting that car for a certain amount of months, uh, typically 36 months. So it usually it comes with a lower uh, monthly payment than if you own, own it uh, or bought it. So consider a lease, but please, please don't stretch yourself so far that you have to give up other things in your life to be able to have um, the, the car that costs you just way too much in monthly payments. I hope that this information is helpful on the kind of impact that a repossession can have on your credit. Ways to avoid it is just don't have your auto purchase be so emotionally driven that it gets you in upside down and over your head. The other thing is communicate with your creditor, have a conversation with them and just let them know of your situation. In some cases, they might be able to make out some repayment arrangements with you if you hit a rough spot in your life. And if you've made a decision already where you are upside down and not sure what to do because the payment obligation is just too much, please learn a lesson from that decision that you had made. And moving forward, just know the world doesn't see you because of the car you drive. 
The world sees you because of the person of who you are and how you show up in this world. So once we can really grasp that and not worry so much about the labels and and the the brand and those kinds of things, uh, the better off your finances are going to be. Anyway, thanks so much for being here with me today. I hope you found some value in this. I hope you have a better understanding of the implications of a repossession and hopefully you can avoid having that happen. If it has already happened, here's my words of advice. The older that that gets on your credit report, in other words, the the more that time ages on your credit report, the less negative impact it's going to have. Um, it could potentially cost you in a higher interest rate because of the negative impact on your current credit score uh, if you are going to say go and buy another car or apply for a mortgage loan because that red mark is there and those points have been uh, reduced because of it so you might wind up paying higher on an interest rate on your next auto loan or even a mortgage loan uh, because of that so hopefully we can learn from these um, different choices we've made in our past and make better choices because we've learned uh, from our mistakes. So thank you so much for joining me. If this is an episode that you think could be helpful for somebody in your life, please share this with them. And if you haven't already, subscribe to my channel. I drop a new episode every week and hopefully I can continue to educate you on what you need to know to have an awesome credit score, a beautiful credit history, and save thousands in interest charges over your lifetime. Until next time, my friends, talk to you soon. Subscribe now and share with a friend to stay in the loop for new credit content and insider tips to maximize your credit knowledge. And follow Credit Christie on Instagram.